0: Morning Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Esther of IPA Group, bringing premier online promotion to your business. And Melanie of Stump Social Media Training, who empowers business owners to manage social media and marketing for themselves. And welcome back to another episode of the Monday Morning Marketing Podcast. Today, well, I'm on my own, but I'm not. I mean, Melanie's not here. I'm not technically on my own, but I am joined by Yuri Billist, a uh, Web3 CMO podcast host, mastermind host, and author based in Belgium, but with an audience worldwide, especially coming onto our podcast here, even bigger audience now. Welcome Judy, how are you?
1: Hello Esther, I'm doing well. It's a sunny day in Belgium and I guess also where you are located. So when I can come as a guest of a podcast, I'm always excited.
0: Yes, we do love our podcasting, don't we? So we're here today to talk about Web3, right? So this is a topic that a lot of people have asked us to cover and it has taken us so long to find somebody that knows a lot about Web3. So this is why you're on today, Yudi, to tell us and our audience all about Web3. Let's start with what was Web1 and Web2?
1: That's a great question. It's always actually how I explain Web3 by comparing it to Web1 and Web2. Now, Web1 was back in the time when the internet was new. What were we doing on the internet? We were only consuming content on the internet, reading articles, searching stuff. At that moment, it was one direction. And then Web2 came and then, the most obvious examples are the social media, like Facebook. So instead of just reading, consuming content, we were also putting content on the internet. We were writing blogs, putting comments on social media and so on. So there is a two way direction. Now the problem with Web2 is, and that now we are realizing this more than ever, that we don't own our data. It's those big, centralized big tech companies like Facebook that own our data. And that's actually now that's a problem because we are seeing these ads all the time. Mm-hmm. As an entrepreneur, if you have a Facebook page, Facebook can decide that they delete your page for one day on the other. And then you are left with a with problem, of course. And also they can sell your data. So we are real realizing that today. And so the promise of Web 3 is that you own your data that it is decentralized. So that's in a nutshell, uh, the difference between web one, web two and web three.
0: Okay. So that word, word decentralized can cause a bit of anxiety for some people. They sort of feel that it's a, an anarchist term. I mean, they're talking about, you know, decentralizing currency or, you know, decentralized sort of seems like you're going against.
1: Agreeing. yeah it actually it's uh, you know it's 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 never black white either eh? because i think that the, the ideal world is like we are now it's more like a web 2.5 where you have a good picture of centralized and decentralized but centralized yeah if you don't own your data it can be a problem decentralized of course the on the other side people can feel a, bit, a little bit uncomfortable because if you have like cryptos on the blockchain or you have stuff on the blockchain, it's transparent, it's secure, everyone can see this you know it's uh, but it's decentralized. It's not like when you, if you have a problem with your bank, you can call your bank and ask you know can you look there is a problem with and you have to, someone to talk to. Now the blockchain doesn't have someone to talk to because it's you know you own you are responsible for your own data so that can be a bit uh, bit awkward for people and therefore that's also you know what i'm trying to do and others in the space is to to teach people to help people to educate people how they can use the blockchain how they can use web3 for their own benefits and so my goal is to help entrepreneurs to have a safe space to learn how they can use it for their business and for themselves. But indeed, yeah, it's it's a difficult world and worth, I would say. And uh, yeah, maybe we, we should more focus on what it's the advantages and not just on the words itself, because some terms can be very technical.
0: Speaking of technical words, blockchain is that synonymous with web three or is it in there with web three but not exactly the same what are we talking when we say blockchain
1: yeah for my my definition for web three first is that it's an umbrella term for a lot of concepts like blockchain, like NFTs, like metaverse, like crypto. Now the blockchain to explain that, let's make it just easy. It's it's a chain of blocks actually. That's what it is. It's a chain of blocks that you cannot change. So imagine that you 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 write something on paper but you cannot you cannot delete the paper anymore. You cannot delete the ink anymore because it's there forever. That's, that's, the, that's what the blockchain is. So it's it's like a, a stamp that you put somewhere, but the stamp is there forever. So that's, that makes people feel like that it's secure, it's transparent, because everyone can see what is happening on the blockchain. So in the future, but nobody
0: can change it,
1: nobody can change it. So okay. imagine in the future, like, you know, um, ownerships certificates, for instance, for a building or for, mm-hmm. for a house can be on the blockchain instead of having it on paper because you cannot change it.
0: Okay. So in that way, it is better because there's no hacking, less hacking. What? Where are we in terms of people yeah. breaking in to steal your cryptos, to, you know, add blocks onto your blockchain that you don't want to be there?
1: yeah so actually so as i said it's transparent it's secure so people cannot change it once it is on the blockchain but in terms of crypto you hear also about scams that people lose their crypto or they buy you know not the right coin so the world has not changed in web3 so there are scams in the web2 world there are you know there is fraud there is you know also how many emails or sms's that you get these days with if you click on the wrong link people can steal your money well it is the same in web3 if you if you you just need to keep you know think of what am i clicking on is it trustworthy and so on so you need to have the same i would say reflex in the web3 world as in the web2 world so with with bitcoins and so on so it's also with an access of course you have an access to your coins like you have an access to your bank account only it's a bit in a different way so in the web3 world you have also i will call it uh, a wallet address which is actually your login and you have a password but you also have a seed phrase which is more like a way to recover your account Mm -hmm. and 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 those things you need to keep for yourself you know you you need to keep for yourself you should not share it to keep them safe but the thing is like i said if you lose your password in the centralized world there is probably a way to recover your password you don't mm-hmm. have this in the real web3 world
0: okay so going back to what you were saying you are responsible for everything in web3 does that also mean that you have to find your own hosting for what you're putting on web3 do you need to have servers do you need what what do you need to have what what's the basic equipment or software, hardware that you need to set up on Web3.
1: Yeah, compare it a bit with with, uh, with the internet. Let, let me just say, uh, you need a wallet. That it, it all starts with a wallet address. Compare this to the Web2 world where you have a website with your own domain name. For instance, mine is web3.net and actually this is not this is not really the 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 address itself the address itself of your website is an ip address but what you give to people is not that complex ip address no. you give the domain name same thing in web3 you have a wallet address which is rather complex but there exists a notion like like a web3 domain name like if cmo yuri.nft which is something that is advisable to have that so that i you can give that to someone and if they want to connect with you they want to send you some crypto or you want to connect to a site and then we come to to the answer of your question the wallet address allows you to connect to this decentralized website if you can call them like that so you use your wallet address to log in to a website like that instead of your login and your username. So in in the world today, we use Facebook, we use LinkedIn, we use other socials to log in on those sites itself, but also to log in on other websites. Now in the Web3 world, you will log in everywhere with your wallet address. It will connect with your wallet address. So you need a wallet address, you need a wallet, and you need a software, if you can call it like that. or a hardware wallet you need a way to connect with these sites and i use metamask which is a plugin on your browser to make it not too complex i hope that mm-hmm. you you connect then your wallet address so i use my util.nft to log in to connect with my metamask to a decentralized site and so today uh, some examples are like OpenSea, for instance which is uh, an ebay but then you know for nfts where you can okay. i need to connect with this ebay with my wallet address and that is a way to where you can for instance do transactions i have my own nfts on uncut.network which is also a website that i'm using to do stuff with i can build my own decentralized website if i want to but it's, it's not so, you know, it's not, people cannot find it like that. It's not so easy to find it. You need to use the Brave browser and you need to know how to go there. Um, but all of these things are changing. Eh? The world with Web3 is changing yeah. so fast.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I'm, I'm not going to date myself here, but I remember when, you know, everyone started getting internet in their houses and that was, you know. Not that long ago, guys, um, Web 2 then came along, was it 15, less than 20 years ago. And uh, so Web 3 is just building on that. But do you think that it's building on it faster and growing faster than Web 2 grew?
1: I think I see a lot of things happening so more smaller companies that are uh, that are growing and can i don't know there if there will be soon a new facebook like we had in web 2 because they all are different initiative people are building stuff so i see that so there is a lot of things happening but, at this moment, we call a bit we call it a bit the bear market for crypto. This also has an impact on I would say the the general you know opinion or the general vision that people have on web three so for those companies, it's more difficult to get budget to get you know investors at the moment, but that will change you know, and then we will see again a bigger growth. So I see that there is a lot of evolution coming in the beginning years of you know web one and web two we also saw that i think maybe it's goes even faster today because we also have something like ai as you know which is helping also these these techno technologies technologies technological evolutions to go uh, to go faster uh, so yes it's it's i think it's faster but it goes with it's like the, the Gartner hype curve eh? so you see this hype and then you know mm-hmm. um, I see a lot of things happening in the next 12 months already. When uh, the, I would say people will be more optimistic about Web3 when the bear market of crypto will be over.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, um, how can Web3 be applied by small business owners?
1: Yeah, that's also a question I love to answer. Um, yeah. We already said that web three it it's on the it's uh, so an nft or crypto it's on the blockchain. it cannot be changed. But imagine let's use some simpler terms eh? so an nft, probably you heard the term already. instead of using that word nft, we can call it an a collectible or a membership card, for instance, but not a membership card that people have you know on paper but they have on the blockchain. So imagine, Uh, if you have a fitness a small fitness center that instead of putting the membership card you know as paper putting it on the blockchain imagine that you have a a shoe store instead of you know having people saving loyalty points putting them on a card putting them like with an nft kind like of system and then the the beautiful thing with nfts is with those membership cards is, then people can you know they can. Uh, sell it or give it to other people. They can transfer it or you could decide, okay, the first 10, 20, 100 people that became a member, I will do something special for them and I will give them something else. And you can do this easily because everything is on the blockchain.
0: It's interesting because, well, I'm sure all our listeners have heard about NFTs, but I associate them with Art. Mm -hmm. and uh, monkeys in particular (laughs) if you know you know um but to know now that you can use it for so many different things like i'm just thinking in my own head you know how many membership cards or club cards or you know cards to go to the supermarket and the coffee shop and everything else that i have on my apple pay wallet or on your Google wallet, or physically in your physical wallet, and you're carrying around 20 cards, how much easier it would be just to have this decentralized wallet presume you can have it in your phone on your watch on
1: yeah yeah it will be like it or you go to a concert for instance or to an event or they just scan your wallet to see do you have this nft in your wallet and do you get in and you know and you can that's the beautiful thing with nfts of course there was the hype with art so people were buying like monkeys and so on but and then everyone was just buying NFTs because it was the hype. Now I will look at it from a standpoint of utility, the benefits that you get. So for instance, I have an NFT um, for Joe Polizzi's event in Cleveland. It's every year I bought one time an NFT and now he doesn't sell them anymore, but I can go every year now mm. they let me in because I have the NFT and there were only a limited number of NFTs available. So it, has, it is worth the access. To go to an event, and Joe can now decide to give more benefits to people holding the NFTs. Mm-hmm. So that's that's for me the it's it's the utility, it's the benefits that you get. And if the the art looks beautiful, okay, it it's it's nice because you know people like us to show off with their wallet what NFTs do they have in their wallet. So uh,
0: mm-hmm. and where can you show those off?
1: yeah you can you can just you know browse like like you can uh, most most are visible on open if you go if you have yourself a few nfts you can log into open and then you will see that some of the nfts are already publicly visible visible other will be hidden so then you will need to de- decide that you want to show them to others or that you want to hide them but this is just i will call it the website the other that i'm using uncut.network will also show these NFTs it will just browse the blockchain and show what is on the blockchain and then you can decide what to show and uh yeah or what not to show on those sites
0: so it does come down to owning your own information that you have there um like you said you have a wallet you have a password but if you forget that password then It's lights out.
1: No, you have the seed for you have always the seed phrase too. So, therefore, uh, yeah, so it's
0: like a a two factor authentication in a way.
1: uh, No, it's more like, uh, yeah, there that's that's also an option that I have. For instance, when I am logging into my web three domain names, which is on unstoppable, I have an extra layer of security where I have a code like the two factor authentication that's on top of what I'm already. you know using but the seed phrase is more like a backup if you forget your password or if you want to you know we talked about your mobile phone you have your wallet on your computer but you also want it to have on your phone then you can use uh, the seed phrase to also install it on your phone but the thing with those uh, you have different kinds of wallets is also interesting for people to understand you have like a hot wallet and you then have a warm wallet and you have a cold wallet and the big (laughs) the biggest difference is that with a warm wallet you don't you don't need to bother about your seed phrase and so on but you don't really own it it's like for instance if you are on binance.com you have some crypto you have a login and a password it's really easy it's a website but it's also easier to hack It's or to make a mistake there mm-hmm. but it's user more user friendly and then you have the other solution on the other side which is a cold wallet which is a hardware device where you have your crypto on on a hardware device and people cannot get to it because they need a hardware device but yeah you can lose the hardware device of course so you need to be so that's the two sides um (laughs) of the story i would say do you want to have you know want to have it easy access or do you want to have it safe and i think it's good to have a mix of those wallets so if you have coins that you want to keep you put them on a cold wallet. If there are accesses that you want, like I want to access to to some websites, I want to have it in my MetaMask as a plugin on my browser. So just spread a bit um, in function of what you you want to use the wallet for.
0: And does Web3 take up more memory or more space on your hard drive and on your computer um, to run or is it
1: i don't have the feeling that web 3 on itself doesn't take uh like like these wallets don't take so much space it's it's lightweight but another concept in web 3 are these virtual worlds which is the metaverse and you can use a wallet to access the metaverse you can also use a login i have my Pentas on the metaverse which you can find online.
0: My... me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Actually, yeah, it's 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 a, it's like a website but it's uh, you know a virtual world that you can access and uh because of your question does it take some of those virtual worlds of course take more time to load because it's a virtual world. So that mm-hmm. really depends on uh on on the setup of these worlds. But you know, with my computer I don't have any any issues and <laughs> to add to that, you can use your computer, but you can also use a VR headset which is built to access those virtual worlds.
0: Okay, well, I'm sure we could go into the metaverse technically speaking, <laughs> 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 not physically. Um but I think that like we could go on forever. We could talk about this for for a long, long time. Um how can people learn more? about web
1: three well how i did it was so, as you know i have my own podcast like you have so i have my in the beginning it was called the cmo stories podcast and i call it Web cmo stories podcast because i was inviting guests from that space on my show now not all your listeners have their own podcasts but a good alternative is to listen to podcasts like people listen to your podcast to learn they can also listen to a podcast like mine like the web 3 cmo stories podcast which i invite people you know from different backgrounds with different stories around nfts around blockchain around metaverse and so so listen to podcasts that helps of course also you know following a few influencers or a few people in the space on the social media that you like to use that can be linkedin can be twitter can be Instagram, can be something else, watching a few of those videos and uh, yeah, nothing helps more to learn than try something yourself. So try to get an NFT. Some NFTs are for free, create a wallet, get an NFT for free or invest a few pounds, euros, dollars in an NFT, not too much and see how everything is working that can help and then you we already mentioned it. If people really want to know more about this, they can join a mastermind like mine, or you know, contact me for a, a free call, and I would be happy to to see what's possible for them in the Web3 world.
0: Brilliant! And uh, we will have your details at the bottom of the show notes. But um, do find Yuri um, online, and thank you so much for joining us today and for sharing all that wealth of information about web 3 i hadn't a clue about most of it <laughs> i Be honest to you guys this is why we bring on these experts to tell us about the, the stuff that we don't know so thank you again Yudi, for being with us and we'll be back next week for more monday morning marketing until then bye bye